Welcome to Fanboy and the Hater, a podcast hosted and produced by Mike Hall and Jim Harris, where we discuss the best and worst in movies, TV, and pop culture, edited by Jim Harris, and music by Mike Hall. The sky is blue and all the leaves are green. The sun's as warm as a baked potato. I think I know precisely what I mean when I say it's a spectacle day. Jim, what happened to your sense of humor and why do you hate comedy? I have a sense of humor. I don't hate comedy. I don't think you know what comedy is or what a good movie is. So we are talking about Cannibal the Musical, one of the best movies ever written. Turn back while you still can. You're doomed. You're all doomed. I understand why everybody hates it. I would like to actually use this opportunity to call for help. I am being held here against my will. <laughs> I was just forced to watch Cannibal the Musical, something that Mike has not stopped talking about. What have we known each other for like five years? Something like that. Something like that. Ever since I have known him, he will not fucking stop talking about this movie. So I finally consented to watching the movie. Well, I would like to point out how you just said you were being held against your will, but then you consented to it. <laughs> and also for like the last three weeks, you've been going, let's just watch this movie. I want to watch this movie. As if this would actually get you to shut up about the movie. Like, I don't know what my line of reasoning was, because obviously it won't get no. you to shut up about the movie. Never. <laughs> But we might as well do a podcast episode about it anyway. Right. So this movie, Cannibal the Musical, it's it's a movie written, produced, directed, everything by Trey Parker uh, with a little help from Matt Stone. This is uh, They made this in college as just a side project. It's extremely low budget. They made it in 1993. It wasn't even released until 1996 because nobody would release the movie. <laughs> with good reason. I, like, again... Right out front, I fully understand that this is a very, very niche, niche, however you want to say that word. I believe movie. it's pronounced shit. You son of a bitch, Humphrey. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and that most people <laughs> will absolutely hate this movie because of how stupid it looks, how stupid it feels. It is stupid as hell, but the thing about it that makes it so genius is how it's supposed to be that stupid. Everything is done that way on purpose. You have to have at least somewhat understand the process and almost put yourself in the position of being in the movie with them in order to enjoy it. And there's only been a handful of people that have actually enjoyed it with me. Everybody else absolutely hates it. I don't hate it. I just didn't enjoy it. Explain. I largely, I actually, <coughs> I coughed. Imagine that. <laughs> I coughed again. <laughs> the final note that I wrote down, we just watched it. I just watched this movie for the very first time just before we started recording. Who knows how many times Mike has seen this. So. I couldn't even begin to count. <laughs> Have you seen this more than the South Park movie? No. Okay. No, because the South Park movie, I I didn't even know about this movie before that. So I knew the South Park movie first, 
And we watch that every day for months and months and months. Somewhat of a side tangent there. I mean, I'm not a huge Trey Parker and Matt Stone fan, mm -hmm. but I thought that I had heard of all of their projects. Mm -hmm. The very first time you brought this movie up years ago, I was like, huh? So I had not even, I have actually probably seen everything else that they've done, with the exception of Book of Mormon. I had never even heard of Cannibal the Musical. Right. <laughs> and again, it's because, uh, and I want to reiterate this, and I'll probably say it a bunch of times. This is a movie that they made in college. They weren't even film students. They just made this movie in college with their friends and just, just for the fun of making it. Uh, Trey Parker was actually, his, he double majored in music and Japanese. <laughs> So this was just a side fun project that they did. Okay, that that explains the questionable racism in the movie, I guess, if his double major <laughs> well, is in music so, and Japanese. So there's going to be lots of spoilers in this. So oh, don't no no there isn't. You don't You don't need to see this movie. So, so yeah, spoil it. <laughs> so the the Indian quote unquote Indian chief was actually Native American. Mike meant to use the culturally appropriate phrase Native American. You don't think we are Indians? So the quote-unquote Indian chief <laughs> was actually played by one of his Japanese instructors in college. Oh. So like he actually cast people, and like all the all the quote-unquote Indians in it were actually Japanese exchange students that went to the college that he went to. Yeah, that's why I said almost racist because at least they were. All Japanese. <laughs> yeah. And actually, and actually, one of the funny things, so I was reading, I, I hadn't actually, well, I, I'd read some of the trivia stuff on IMDb, but I went through during this, during one of the parts, and, and read a bunch of it. So there's actually one part when uh, there's two of the Japanese Indians that are talking, and they, it looks kind of weird, like they're not quite saying what he's what, what's being said. That's because Trey Parker actually went back and dubbed over it. That's actually Trey Parker talking. In that, oh. he also dubbed over Frenchie's voice for the singing. Oh, so that, that's another thing about like this movie, the South Park movie, uh, Team America, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, is Trey Parker actually writes all of the music, all the lyrics, and sings most of those songs. Yeah, that was one of the things that I actually had written down. I, I drifted off of your from your original question, but I did write down Trey Parker can sing at least, so that's something, I guess. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, again, and, and most people actually, I, I should should rephrase that. Most people don't hate the movie. They just don't get it. They don't understand why it's funny and they get bored. That's exactly what I was supposed to say. The, the, the answer to your question, the last note I wrote down is it wasn't as bad as, as, as I assumed it would be. Mostly I found it boring. Yeah. So, yeah, I didn't think it was bad. I didn't hate it. I just found it boring. There's... So many little detail side jokes in this that even if you catch it, you don't really catch why it's funny a lot of times unless you're in the situation where you're thinking about the process of making the movie and going, hey, wouldn't it be funny if we did this right here? And when you're thinking of it from that viewpoint, it's hilarious. I don't know. I got most of the jokes they you think you got most of the jokes well most of the jokes seem fairly obvious to me because they would seem to be you saw them coming or after the setup and punchline is like yeah i get it yeah those jokes are kind of funny 
But like, they're not really the funny do- jokes. Yeah, because those ones weren't funny at all. No, those those are, those are obvious ones. And yeah. that's yeah. There's low hanging fruit in there, and it's and stuff like that. So like for instance, the trappers, in their vests and stuff that they're wearing, the vests that they're wearing are like a conglomeration of different skins. They're supposed to be. But then there's like leopard print, cow print. There's like designer print that's in there that doesn't fit any kind of animal whatsoever. Like across their backs, it says trappers and like glittery stuff that is supposed to look like a like a sport jersey with their name on the back of it. The the guy's skunk hat had googly eyes on it. Nice hat. <laughs> that stuff is absolutely hilarious to me. See, I was like, I didn't find that funny. Did you really catch the vest part though? The vest part, I didn't catch all of it. Like, I think I looked away from the camera when he turned around and had Trapper written yeah. across the back. I saw the googly eyes on his hat. Nice hat! I was like, I see what you're going for there. I just didn't find that particularly funny. That's because you have no humor. We've established this. <laughs> and anything anything comedy... I, I know. I laughed my ass off at Tucker and Dale versus Evil. No, that's kind of true. So it's just, it's Trey Parker and Matt Stone stuff. You yelled at me for not laughing during South Park. That's true, too. So See, and that's another thing. They are exactly my type of humor, too. You've been around me for five years. Mm-hmm. Can you not see me working with them on everything that they do? Oh, yeah. You would definitely fit in with that group. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's exactly my humor. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's part big part of it. Is I could definitely see myself if you they were like, hey, we're going to make this stupid movie about an actual event that happened that had a, sto- a movie made on it, and we're going to spoof that movie based off this event, do you want to be in it with us? I would be like, hell yeah, sign me up. Do you want me to play the short guy that really shouldn't be the leader that's the leader? <laughs> that would be Frenchie. Yeah. I saw you more as the butcher. As the butcher, well, that's that's on the nose. That wouldn't even really be acting. That would just be, <laughs> hey, go be you on scene. But yeah, this definitely your kind of humor. I mean, again, uh, I think I said this during the South Park episode. I don't love Trey Parker and Mar- Matt Snow and stuff. I like it, but it has low rewatchability for me. Like I watch it, it's like okay, I get it. It was had funny moments, but that's it. Like I got sick of South Park. Only saw the South Park movie a couple of times. I have seen some of their other... Like, before I met you, my my Trey Parker and Matt Stone trivia was, have you seen Orgasmo? Right. And most people were like, what the fuck are you talking about? Is that some kind of a porn? No, it's kind of a spoof about what if a Mormon was in a... We won't. We're not doing that movie in this. But that was that was the one that's like. Right. There's a movie that they did that a lot of people haven't heard about. See, and in my world, that's an obvious one. Everybody knows Orgasmo. Why do you even talk about it? Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because it's funny, but it's not nearly the level of their ever other movies. Oh no! Funny. But it's another example of like I liked it. I don't need to rewatch it. Like a yeah. lot of their other stuff, like basketball. I think I've seen twice. I love basketball. And again, I liked it. But it's like, okay, I get it. It's funny. I enjoyed it. I don't need to see it again. So same. So basketball was like that. Um, Team America World Police. I liked it. I thought it was funny. I had probably only seen that one twice, too. So, like, I like their stuff, but I just don't find their stuff very rewatchable. You maybe, also... Maybe because it's like you said, maybe it's, it's not my kind of humor. Right. And you're not really that into comedy either. I am, but maybe not that. Not as much as you are. Right. Yeah. Now, like, I'm 
at least once a week, I'm watching some sort of comedy special. I, I listen to podcasts based on comedy by comedians. Like, oh, yeah, you're a lot more into stand-up comedy than I, I am. Yeah, I am absolutely into the comedy world, partially out of jealousy because I know I could never actually make it in the comedy world. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little more like I can do quips, like Ryan Reynolds-style quippy comedy, mm-hmm. but I do not have the capacity to actually like write a full stand-up special or actually write a comedy movie. I could act in it. I could do the lines, mm-hmm. but I don't think I could write it. And that, that, that's a big thing with me. And I, I actually, so this stuff, anything Trey Parker. So Matt Stone helps. Trey, Trey Parker pretty much does everything. Yeah. Matt, Matt Stone just kind of helps him. Like he, he sees the vision, assists him, helps him with like, oh, if you know, you're going for this kind of joke, what if we said this? Like that, that's how I've put together their relationship. He helps him and kind of helps him polish stuff. But really, it's Trey Parker is the genius in there. And I really I see Trey Parker as a younger generation's version of Mel Brooks. That's where fair. It's not for everybody. But if you get it, it's fucking hilarious. A poor man's Mel Brooks. But there are, yeah, there are some Mel Brooks. Depends movies. on. I mean, you're yeah. but you're also a Mel Brooks fan. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm my partially isn't, partially. Maybe it's an age difference type of thing, too. Yeah, that's, uh, that's why I say a new, like, this generation's version. Yeah, so I, I, I love everything Mel Brooks, too. I love most of Mel Brooks' stuff. Um, so, yeah, I, I could see that line. There is a little bit more of a, I guess, juvenile juvenile humor in Trey Parker's stuff. There's a lot of juvenile humor in Mel Brooks. <laughs> like I said, yeah, there is. So I'm not trying to say he's highbrow comedy. Right. Uh, but I guess it's, again, maybe a generational uh, difference. Juvenile and for his generation is it's a generational difference in what's funny. Yeah. So like this generation, newer generation may not find Mel Brooks as funny because a lot of the Mel Brooks humor has to do with like Jewish people and stuff like that, where he's really poking fun at. I mean, he's Jewish, but that's really where a lot of the the humor lies. Whereas the newer generation may not find that as funny. Well, also Trey Parker, from his perspective, it's Mormons because he's Mormon. Yep, exactly. Which is actually. Is he Mormon? I think he was. He grew up in a Mormon. I think he community. grew up in yeah. a Mormon house. Like one of the, one of my friends that I work with, who was a former Mormon, who actually had heard of Orgasmo, was said one of the funniest parts of that movie to him was how accurate the Mormon aspect of it was. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, so yeah, I think he just grew up in a Mormon family. I don't know if he was, actually or at least Mormon community. Yeah, Mormon know. community. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because, like, even this one talks about it's set in Utah, and there's a little bit of a Mormon background to it. Obviously, right. they wrote, he wrote the Book of Mormon, which is right. much more obvious. Which, Orgasmo uh, has a Mormon aspect to it. So it's not like it's in everything, but... Yeah, and there's a few South Park episodes and stuff like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing for this, like, again, in the, the vision of making it is where it's the more most funny to me. So, like, the very opening scene... When he's going through and, and killing everybody, and like he rips off a guy's arm and he's swinging it and beating another person, but he's swinging it like very, very gently and like it, it so obvious. It looks terrible, but it's supposed to look terrible. And if you don't find the "it's supposed to look terrible" part funny, it's stupid. There, there's no funny to it, and you had the look on your face that it was just stupid. Yeah, I just didn't... I don't know if I would call it stupid, but it's just like... I don't get why that's supposed to be, like, laugh-out-loud funny. 
It was silly to me. It wasn't funny. So, similar family guy. You I got tired. I, I'm, so I, I, I have almost the same relation to Seth MacFarlane that I do to Trey Parker and Matt Stone. I like their stuff, but I get tired of their humor very quickly. So I loved Family Guy at first. Now, like anything Seth MacFarlane, I just can't watch. It just, his brand of comedy just irritates me now. You took that on a completely different tangent than I was going. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> so you know Family Guy, like they'll, they'll tell a joke or have some sort of joke, like when, when Peter hits his knee, mm-hmm. he's going, ah, and it yes. goes on, like it starts off kind of funny. Yeah. He be- and then, then it gets really, really old. And then they do it so long it becomes funny again. Yes. They beat the joke to death. So it's no longer funny. Then they do it a few more beats to bring it back around to being funny. And the first few times through that formula, it's okay for me. But then it gets old really fast. Right. Well, where I'm going with that again. <laughs> Keep taking me off on a different tangent and not let me finish. So this movie, like the first time I watched it, mm-hmm. it was just kind of funny. Okay. And then it got, you know, a little bit boring. And that's why I say I understand. And then it got fucking hilarious. I probably watched this about 10 or 15 times before it got fucking hilarious to me. Okay. And I think it's that same concept where that, like that part where it's very obviously fake at the beginning and you got the guys going, oh, jeepers, oh, zowie, as they're getting hit with stuff or getting murdered. It's overly fake and it's so obvious. And it was kind of funny at first. And then it was like, all right, can we move on? And now I'm crying laughing within the first 30 seconds of it. Partially because I know what's happening and I know what's coming up. But it's just fucking hilarious to me now. Because I put myself into the situation of, okay, we're making this movie, and I'm going to beat you to death with this arm that I just ripped off of this guy with no effort whatsoever. Should I swing it at you like an axe, or should I just lightly smack you with it, and then you act like you're just getting the shit beat out of you? What's funnier when you're making the movie? You realize how stupid that sounds right now, don't you? Yes, I do. Probably the way it's done, but I'm not making the movie. I'm watching the movie. Well, you got to put yourself in the shoes of making the movie, and then it's hilarious. Well, you also have that background that I don't. You do some amateur acting. That's fair. So, and you've been, you have a group of friends that, that make films. So yeah. you've, you've been behind the camera, so to speak, and involved in that aspect of the creative process. I have not. The closest I've ever come is doing community theater, which is not the same thing. Yeah. And I've always wanted to, like, when I'm watching movies, I'm, I'm watching the movie, but I'm also looking at how did they make this? Mm-hmm. And because I've always wanted to be able to make those movies. So that stuff's hilarious. And then there's also the, the jokes like, you know, the begin towards the beginning when she goes into the courthouse or the jail and she starts talking to him. She's like, oh, I can't believe you're you're in this nasty, gross place. He's like, really? This is the nicest place I've lived in a long time. That little throwaway sideline has me dying every time. And I think most people just gloss over it and don't even give it a second thought. No, I acknowledged the joke. I just didn't find it funny enough to laugh at. But you also don't really laugh at comedies most of the time. Exactly. Like we said during the South Park episode, I very rarely laugh out loud, which again, as I also said during the South Park episode, sounds weird because I laugh on this podcast all the time. True. Very true. (laughs) But when I'm actually watching funny stuff, I don't. Um, 
so yeah, I mean, I got the things. Like I said, it's it wasn't bad. It's just that for the most part, it, I did, I was just bored. Yeah. The weird thing for me is I wrote down. It's like it's neither a good movie nor a good musical. But then I put an asterisk next to that comment, and it's like if it wasn't a musical, it would be even worse. Right. Since though those songs aren't really all that good, they are without question for me at least, the best part of the movie. Right. Think about it this way, too. Go back and replay that movie in your head slightly, and fast forward. If they'd have done it in a serious tone, Mm -hmm. how terrible would this movie be? Oh, yeah, that's what I mean. You take the music out, and you take some of the, even the obvious jokes out. Oh, yeah, it would be absolutely abysmal. Or even if they were trying to make the music serious. If -hmm. they're trying to make the movie serious and the music serious, if they were to try to make this like it was rent or something mm-hmm. how awful would this music th- this whole thing be yes absolutely terrible i think this is the absolute best way they possibly could have done this movie but sometimes i think that there's like a protection in in that because there are a lot of like serious movies that are unintentionally horrible yeah they weren't trying to be bad but it's like oh my god this is so bad how did they not realize that this was so bad but when you work within a formula where it's like it's bad because it's supposed to be bad it's okay if it's stupid because that's kind of the point it's kind of almost like a a lazy excuse to well that's why it's okay because they were trying to make it be bad so during the recording we actually lost audio for a little bit there's one other spot that you'll hear that it sounds a little bit different. It's because I added in what I had said before, but this was a larger section. So at this point, what I had actually tried to explain was why this movie was bad intentionally and why Matt Stone and Trey Parker are, are funny. And the reason that this is bad intentionally is it was made with friends and they knew that they didn't have any kind of professional equipment. They didn't have uh, any any way of polishing anything or making it look great. They knew it was going to look grainy and everything. And so they really just went with it and took that bad and spun it in, in a way that made it hilarious because they were playing off of how bad that it was. And that, that just kind of goes right in line with Trey Parker and Matt Stone and what they do is they take absolutely anything and make it funny and they mock everything all the time and that is what I love about Trey Parker and Matt Stone everything's intentional mm-hmm. and this this whole thing was intentional like I said at the very beginning uh, what before beginning of watching the movie mm-hmm. even if they had a huge budget if this wasn't just a side project they did if they had you know if they were to make this now I don't think they would do it any different. I think they would still make it super low budget, looks grainy, looks like it was. Well, that's like at the very beginning too. The remember the text at the beginning said this was found footage from 1954 that they remastered and recolored, and it kind of looked that way. <laughs> yeah, because like there are several times it was like background look really weird. Yeah, and there's things like there's parts where it's like, is there something stuck on the camera? What is going on? Yeah, with that? it's like yeah, it's like this doesn't look quite right but yeah all intentional unlike the background noises that don't fit like there's when the horse runs away he's going leanne and all these animals start making sounds and stuff and it's obviously like stock sounds that they they downloaded with 
animals that don't even live in that environment, <laughs> which is another thing I found hilarious too. Leanne! All intentional. Intentional. Intentionally bad. <laughs> yes. But again, you put yourself in the shoes of making the movie. The intentionally bad is hilarious. Okay, I guess if that's the argument you want to make, then maybe. But I mean, like I said off the top, or earlier, I forget where we were talking about this, but I've seen everything that Trey Parker and Matt Stone have done, except for the Book of Mormon. Not that I have anything against it, I just haven't had a chance to I see it. I haven't had a chance to see it yet either. It's I mean, driving I would, me nuts. But it's like, I, I really would like to. If things um, open back up again and it goes back on tour. Yeah, or if it was ever like they did with Hamilton, they put a theater, a recording of it on Disney Plus, so you could actually see it. That'd be awesome. Uh, so yeah, that that I would like to see. Um, I don't. Maybe they did that, and, I, and we just don't know. But that's about the only thing that they've. Not that I've seen all of South Park, but I mean I've seen the South Park TV show before the movie, and I've seen the movie, and I've seen I think pretty much all of the other movies that they've done. So this is the only thing that I hadn't seen. Mm-hmm. This is the only thing of theirs that I can't say that I even liked. Like I said, I don't love all of the other stuff, but I at least liked everything else. This is the only thing of theirs I didn't like. But you also didn't dislike it. I didn't hate it. Like I said, like like you said, like a lot of other people said, I found it mostly boring. Yeah. So I was like, I didn't really find it to be very funny. Again, the songs aren't great. But like I said, they're probably the best part of the movie, although that's not saying much. So like I said, I definitely don't want to ever see this again. <laughs> <laughs> but again, the songs aren't great because, again, they're not supposed to be great. If, if they, he were to actually make like full good songs in this, it would completely take you away from the terribleness of the rest of the movie. It would, but I mean, at least... He can actually sing. Yeah. Which is what I was saying earlier. So it's not a whole other level of, and on top of all that, he's a terrible singer. Right. He can actually sing. And some of the other people who are in the movie can actually sing. Which then led into another joke in one of the songs where one of, oh, there the, was the, the three, the three oh trappers God. were singing and the, the one fi- guy was so f- bad. The five minute long joke for people who really like music. I was like, yeah, can I just take a nap now and wake me up when this is over? That's not even what I was talking about. Oh, that's not the joke? No. About I mean, that becomes a joke, but that's. The A sharp C minor scale thing that. Will you let me finish? No. Jesus. <laughs> so, through that song, they had the main singer, Frenchie, and then the two other guys. And the one of the two other guys was absolutely terrible and at the end of it he turns to the guy that was actually doing well is like you were off and starts yelling at him about being and that starts that five minute dialogue when the other guy was i don't even think he hit like anywhere near a note like he was basically like farting out of his mouth and that he was, was about singing it. like i sing yes exactly <laughs> and that was the reason that that five minute joke is actually more funny is because he's actually yelling that to the guy that was actually singing Instead of the guy that was absolutely not singing. Okay. Oh, stop. That's sick. I agree. None of us singing in the wrong key. No, I wasn't. It was Lautzenheiser. I was singing an E-flat minor. The song's an F-sharp major. And again, if I have to explain it to you, it's not funny. (laughs) (laughs) 
Maybe this movie is just too subtle for me. I just, I just don't possess the necessary subtlety to appreciate it. That's what I'm saying. Is there's so many jokes in there that if you don't catch the jokes and why they're funny, you're not gonna find this movie funny at all, and, and you I don't would, realize that you're not catching the jokes. I would say I, I don't want my, I don't want to have to make that much of an effort. <laughs> but again, it, it's probably because I live in the comedy world. And I, I wish I was a comedian. I could be that funny. But I'm looking for that stuff. So when I'm watching a movie and I'm watching a comedy, that's the stuff I'm looking for and why it becomes hilarious to me. Otherwise, it's just, yeah, it's kind of funny. Like Deadpool? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's funny. But it's not that funny. And upon repeated watchings of it, it becomes less and less funny. Kind of like what you're feeling about Family Guy. It becomes less and less funny. Yeah. Because you see it coming and, and everything. And it gets old. The, the formula gets old. Right. But if you've got the subtle details that are in there, they become hilarious. Because you ex- when you start to expect them, and, and it may be one of those like inside joke type things where you're looking at the person next to you as I was through this movie. And I'm like, you're not going to find this hilarious at all. And then it makes it more (laughs) funny to me because you think it's stupid. And in my, and in my defense, I'm not the only one. Didn't like a member of your family come over to your house like a few months ago. And, and you didn't even, and they didn't even get through all the way through the movie. Yeah. About halfway through, they're like, I get it, but can we not watch this anymore? (laughs) (laughs) But then didn't they watch South Park? Yeah. So as though it wasn't. So again, it's not a Trey. That's why I was going back. It's not a Trey Parker, Matt Stone thing. No, it's the way that it's filmed. It's the way that it's filmed. Yeah. Okay. And it's. I mean, it's hard to get through. It's like watching a western that's not good. Like Cowboys and Aliens. Yeah, which, which you just watched. Which I just watched. But that's a whole different episode. <laughs> that was never going to be made because I'm not watching that movie. <laughs> Unlike you, I will not force you to watch that terrible movie. <laughs> if you actually liked it. And wanted to do an episode, I would watch it. But I know you didn't like it, and I know you don't want to talk about it. Yes. Anyways. Uh, yeah, so back to this, I would say... I mean, first off, if you don't like musicals... Oh, yeah, this is impossible. Then like I, I think it would be impossible to watch this movie. Yeah. So right there, I mean, forget Trey Parker, Matt Stone. Forget comedy. Forget subtlety. If you don't like musicals, you're not going to watch this anyway. Right. Yeah, and this is uh, another thing that makes it so much better for me as a person is I go around singing these songs all the time. Yes, he does, And I get the weirdest looks because nobody has any idea what I'm singing. Especially that opening song that I sang at the beginning of this episode. I sing that all the time. And nobody has any idea where what it is or where it comes from. Which makes it all the more funny to me. Uh-huh. To you. <laughs> makes it funny to you. <laughs> hey, you know what? If I'm not entertaining myself, then what's the point? Exactly. I don't know if I have much else to say about it. I mean, it's just a hilarious movie. There's a lot of subtle details, and that's what makes it funny. I don't know. what. Do you have any final thoughts on this? Short episode? It's okay if it's a short episode. Like, again, I don't... Um, I don't ever want to watch it again. Again, if you don't like musicals, you're not going to want to watch it anyway. I would say, I don't know, if you love Trey Parker and Matt Stone stuff, maybe you fall into the category of humor appreciation that Mike is talking about. So maybe it's, um, I don't know, is it a must-see 
for fans of Trey Parker and Matt Stone? I don't know. Um, because you can be a big fan of Trey Parker and Matt Stone's like South Park stuff mm-hmm. and still not like this movie because it's different. It's very different than their other stuff. Um, I would say it's much more in the lines of Team America than it is with any of the other stuff, which was not well received by a lot of audiences. Um, if you like, if you really like Team America, you might like this movie. If you really like inside joke style, what would it be like if you were actually involved in this? Like, like you're watching something that your buddies made type stuff. You might like this movie. Ninety nine point nine nine seven percent of the population <laughs> will hate this movie, which is why it had so much trouble being released. It took, you know, basically the absolute last resort <laughs> producers to actually make this movie, actually put this movie out. Yeah, if they had never had their success, I mean, that's true for so many people, but if they had never had their success with South Park, then yeah, this movie never would have come out. So yeah, I mean, again, there's not much else for me to say about it. Like I said, not bad. I actually thought it was going to be worse, but yeah, boring. Not my kind of humor. Even again, even the songs, I didn't think they were great. But they weren't terrible. Again, it was saved by the fact that the people singing them could actually sing. Right. In the lyrics of the songs, again, just like the rest of the movie, they're stupid because they're supposed to be stupid. If you build me a snowman, then I'll build one for you. So let's build a snowman. We can make him our best friend. We can name him Bob, or we can name him Beowulf. We can make him tall, or we can make him not so tall snowman. Well, that's just the thing, too, is like for someone like we've said on previous episodes, I mean, you don't really know the lyrics of most music you listen to because you don't listen to music for the lyrics. You listen to it for the music. Right. But for musicals, you actually do know the lyrics. Because you have to, because Because that's where the story is. Right. But the lyrics of this one are just dumb. (laughs) So, yeah. Put things in perspective a little bit, because you'd mentioned if they hadn't been successful in South Park than this. Mm Mm-hmm. So this was made in 1993, released in 1996. South Park debuted in 1997. Oh, okay. So yeah, that was actually. But it didn't well become before. like popular though. I mean, well, I mean, it never became popular. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. So now I'm gonna look up. So Orgasmo came out in '97 as well, and I think that was the first bigger budgeted one they did. I actually, for the longest time, thought that yep. that was their first movie. Uh, besides Cannibal the Musical, it was. Okay. Um, yep, Cannibal the Musical, then it was Orgasmo, then Basketball, which actually Basketball wasn't... They were in it, but they didn't write that, um, which is different than most of the others. And then they started South Park after that. And then when, when did Team America come along? Uh, Team America was much later. That was 2004. Oh, okay. So, yeah. And, I mean, obviously that had a much bigger budget and everything, and... It looked it, but also didn't look it. Because, again, they like to just play around. Again, I I look at Trey Parker and Matt Stone, to me, are two guys I would love to hang out with that just screw around and make things that they want to make. Kind of similar to Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith makes movies that he wants to watch and that he wants to play around with. Basically, he just plays around making movies with friends. And I like it because I feel like I could be part of that. It fits in my world. 
Whereas other people that do that kind of stuff, I may not enjoy because I'm not in that world. That makes sense. That does. And that's about all I got for that. I mean, this is the same issue we tend to have with comedies is other than saying, yeah, it was funny. There's not really much else to say about this. There's definitely not much else to say about this. Movie. Right. I mean, there's storyline to it. I mean, it's got okay storyline. It's pretty simple because it's based off a true life event that happened. Basically kind of like the Donner Party, only it wasn't a cart. They were just traveling through the Rockies. They got lost. They had to eat each other to stay alive. Only one made it. Went to trial. He got set free. He kind of lived on the run for a little while, which there's another really funny joke in this that kind of goes multiple ways. So in the final credits of the movie, Trey Parker actually isn't even credited as being Alfred. He, he goes that to man's the, butler is in this? I really wasn't paying enough close attention to this movie. Alfred Packer. Alfred Packer. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that that was Alfred's last name. Yeah, Packer. So, wow, before he was Batman's butler, he was a cannibal. This is a whole new spit. Was this a DC film? <laughs> All right, so... <laughs> your uh, aversion to comedy is becoming quite clear. See, I'm hilarious. <laughs> Am I fired again? Yep. <laughs> yep, you're fired. So, I get fired at least once an episode. Uh, well, quit sucking. <laughs> so, I'm sorry, you were saying it, something about in the Trey credits. <laughs> he uh, goes by Juan San- er, Juan Schwartz. Oh, okay. as, as his name, and that was actually this was in the the IMDb trivia part that I read. Juan Schwartz was actually an alias that Alfred Packer used when he was on the run. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, that's and then I mean, come on, Juan Schwartz, that's just funny. Come on, you're laughing at home, right, people? The Schwartz was not with that joke, and you're fired a third time. <laughs> This movie was bad, and all the songs were stupid. I really feel like I just vomited my baked potato. Take it away, Mike. Nope, we're done. <laughs> when I say it's a happy go my golly, lucky shot, don't go Thank you for listening to Fanboy and the Hater. We really appreciate it and would love to hear your feedback. Give us a rating. Write a review. Reach out to us on Twitter at Fanboy and Hater. Email us at thefanboyandthehater at gmail.com. You can find all of our episodes on our website, fanboyandhater.podbean.com. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N. Where you can download the free Podbean mobile app for Android and iOS. You can also find us on all major podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and many more. Once again, thanks for listening to The Fanboy and the Hater. <laughs>